I am so glad you could join us. I'm your host, Mo Gaudat. This podcast is nothing more than a conversation between two good friends sharing inspiring life stories and perhaps some nuggets of wisdom along the way. This is your invitation to slow down with us. Welcome to Slow Mo. I find it fascinating that we often tell people to focus on their health, on their diet, on their success and engagement in the world. And yet one of the things that we probably most frequently do, perhaps after breathing and pumping blood around our bodies is sleep. And we rarely ever talk about the importance of sleep. Now, my guest today is trying really hard to change our perception of this important and incredibly enjoyable part of our day. Christopher Fitton is a clinical hypnotherapist who advocates for the therapeutic power of sleep and the ability for hypnotherapy and meditation to relax us into that state where we can actually enjoy our full night's sleep. When the worldwide lockdowns started to occur last year, Christopher felt a strong calling to help the millions of people who could not sleep by starting a podcast that was called Sleep Cove, which now has over 25 million downloads, which only speaks to the how much we need sleep in our life, how desperate we are to find a more restful night's sleep. He released the podcast and the promise of the podcast was simple. I'm going to help listeners to get a great night's sleep thanks to the relaxing power of hypnosis, guided sleep meditation, and bedtime stories. This episode is going to be about sleep, so it's going to be really easy and cozy. And it is sort of my gift to you, if you want. I'm going to talk to Christopher, at least that's my plan, about sleep for a tiny bit. But the thing that you really want to wait for is I asked him and agreed with him that we do a bit of a sleep meditation at the end. So perhaps when we get to that part, stop your podcast uh, player and keep it until the evening right before you go to sleep. And so, yeah, I hope you will be motivated through this conversation to give yourself more care by allowing yourself to slow down and sleep more. Christopher Fitton. So Christopher, I really, really cannot thank you enough. I mean, it's been a topic on my mind quite a lot. I think sleep is something that almost everyone in the modern world suffers from lack of. And uh, we were trying to organize this when you had your short COVID episode. So welcome back in full health. And uh, it's been uh, on my mind since. So uh, thank you for being here. Yeah, great to be on the podcast. And I'm looking forward to talking about sleep and hypnosis and hypnotherapy and a bit of meditation as well. Oh, yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'll be listening to your podcast for a few uh, hints and tips from your guests as well. So Mm -hmm. um, yeah, great to be on the show. It's actually quite impressive what you did. So you started around the same time I started, but I think you're doing like 10 times better. 
So Sleep Cove is now, what, 25 million downloads or something like that? Yep. Um, it surpassed 25 million downloads now. And I think it shows just um, how much sleep is needed by people and how um, people struggle with sleep, even sort of pre-pandemic and during the pandemic as well. And yeah, I started um, just to practice my hypnotherapy and try something online. I never spent a penny <laughs> of sort of like launching it as a big celebrity or anything like that. I decided to put it out there and see what would happen. And fortunately, people seem to like the content, like the audience, and it sort of just organically grew and grew. And I think maybe when you have a niche with a podcast or media, mm. I think people, if they like that, they sort of become engaged with it. And I've been sort of glad I've been able to help so many people in these stressful times as well come to sleep and it's been yeah, it's been a bit of a journey over the last sort of 18 months to two years running the podcast and i sort of do it full time now oh do you that's amazing yeah yeah do it do it full time it gets about a million and a half downloads a month and it's become one of the biggest health and wellness podcasts in the world now and it just shows i think that people are looking for sleep help at the moment and hopefully we can help people with free resources as well which i'm very keen on isn't it amazing that something as there must be very few things in our life that is as common as sleep, perhaps maybe breathing or your heartbeats or whatever, but this is something that we're supposed to do every day. Sometimes if you're living a different style of life or a very stressful life, you may need a couple of naps during the day or whatever. And yet it is so little understood and there is so little conversation about the science, the reality behind sleep and how you can make sleep a proper habit. We always tell people to eat healthy. We tell them to work out. We tell them to have a healthy mental mindset for mental illnesses and mental health and so on. But we rarely speak openly and scientifically about sleep. And I find that quite interesting, actually. Why do you think that is? Yes. And I've got some scientific facts for you today <laughs> as well, <laughs> which I found. And I think it's just because I guess we take it for granted. Right. And we don't prepare ourselves for sleep mm. or treat sleep as something we should be preparing for to do. You know, we talk about exercising regularly. We talk about eating healthily. And if someone's trying to tell you about being fit and healthy, really they say might say, let's be sleeping regularly as well. Mm -hmm. And I was looking at some stats and corona somnia is a big thing right now. Hmm. The University of Southampton did some research and it showed that one in six people uh, were suffering from insomnia and sleep deprivation before the pandemic. And that's risen to one in four. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was looking at a university study of Ottawa as well. And they were looking at anxiety, mental health problems and insomnia as well. And they saw a spike of 15% increased problems. And 24% of those problems were insomnia as well. So I think we've, we've got a perfect storm at the moment. Over the last year, you've been shut in, so you can't do any exercises. You've been worrying, <laughs> justifiably, about what's going in. You don't have any of those social interactions. And now we all have mobile phones and social media and streaming 
to distract us from going to bed as well. I noticed when we were doing in lockdowns, my sleep suffered because we're watching the streaming programs and it's always one more episode, one more episode. It leaves yeah. you on a cliffhanger. Yeah. And he's like, oh, should we? Yeah, no, I turned to my wife, should we just watch one more? <laughs> I said, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. And then you realize, oh my gosh, it's like midnight and um, I've got to get up at 6.30 or 7 or whenever. Um, the stats show they recommend seven hours sleep is what you sufficiently need. Obviously, that's an average and it kind of comes down. But yeah, we've been in an absolutely perfect storm to have a bit of a sleep crisis and a bit of a, a mental health crisis because sleep is so intrinsically linked to mental health. Absolutely. And to physical health. And if, physical health. If, you know, if you talk to any personal trainer, they'll tell you a third of your training really is to rest. If you don't rest, you don't rebuild your muscles. And of course, if you have mental health issues, you, you definitely are not fit or healthy at all. And definitely sleep is a big part of that. Exactly, exactly. And it shows anxiety, PTSD, insomnia, obesity, and diabetes can be all linked to lack of sleep. People should say there might be a lot of systematic causes and holistic causes to those problems. But if you're not getting enough sleep, then that's a core foundation block to sort of maybe improving some of those problems as well. So you, you mentioned something right now that actually really is eye-opening. So I always thought that insomnia and inability to sleep would be basically after you got to bed. So you're in bed, but you're unable to sleep or you sleep and you have, you're a light sleeper and you wake up and you can't get back to sleep or whatever. But you also mentioned binge watching or whatever habits that actually does not get you to bed at all. I have a very dear friend who literally is almost like, you know, resisting to go to sleep. It basically is like, yeah, maybe I don't need to rest that much. I just will do something more, you know, will prepare a presentation or watch something or, you know, learn something and so on. Is that true? I mean, is that a reasonable cause for people who are not sleeping enough is that we don't value sleep? Yes, we don't value sleep. And um, exactly what you said as well, we're distracted. And I meet that profile of your friend. I'm a bit of a night owl and I naturally resist sleep <laughs> as much as I can. So I know I've got a battle against my um, natural instincts. And like you say, he might want to do something else, be distracted. And again, it's on screens and the research shows that blue light stimulates yes. the brain, thinks you're up. And especially if you're in bed on social media, all the social media apps now have infinity scrolling. So you never come to a natural end. And before you know it, it's half an hour later and you've missed out on that sleep. You know, that's a very important line. You said we don't value it. Sometimes it's like, oh, like your friend could be doing a presentation and he's putting more value in that presentation. I'm sure it has value, but he's losing out on some of his health at the same time. So we really need to change our mindset and educators about sleep and coming to a proper sleep ritual and pattern. And obviously I'm a big advocate for hypnosis and meditation and guided sleep meditation, guided hypnosis to get you into that state. Can we talk about this for a minute? I mean, hypnosis seems to be a kind of magic. You even sometimes get like magicians on stages hypnotizing the audience. And it's an interesting side 
of how it's marketed to the world as if it's that superpower. I'm going to put you to sleep and then tell you to give me all your money or whatever. Tell us a bit about the reality of hypnosis. I mean, I'm a huge well, believer. Well, I love the question and I love that you brought this up because... Yeah. That is such the perception um, <laughs> that stage hypnosis exactly. is real, I guess, what we call hypnotherapy. Well, I'm a hypnotherapist. Mm -hmm. So hypnosis is a state of relaxation. And I'll go and explain what that is. And hypnotherapy is therapy through hypnosis. So you've got to sort of detach that hypnosis and hypnotherapy are quite different things. and at the end of this um, piece, I'm going to say, I'll come to some stats regarding hypnotherapy as well. But hypnosis involves the conscious mind and the unconscious mind or the subconscious mind. So the conscious mind is what we do every day. I'm speaking to you now. We're engaged with each other. Our brains are telling us what to say and what to do, hopefully. And our subconscious, unconscious mind is our core beliefs our learnings, our personality, and, and what we've done. And it's very powerful. And there's an old analogy, which people use all the time, is that if you might be driving a car, your conscious mind is doing the controls and you're very aware, and then you start daydreaming. And then you kind of wake up from the daydream, and 10 minutes later you think, oh my gosh, what have I been doing for that last 10 minutes? And actually it's the power of your subconscious mind which has taken over driving the car. So you use your subconscious mind on a on a daily daily basis and the hypnosis trance this magical mystical thing is really just a deep relaxed state and if people have done meditations it's very similar to that it's getting into a deep relaxed state and hypnosis was actually coined by a practitioner in the 1800s and he named it over after hypnos which was the greek word for sleep because you were going into this this deeply relaxing, relaxing yeah. time and Practitioners at the time of stage hypnosis were trying to put mysterious spirituality into it when it really is just a deep, relaxed state. And what as hypnotherapists do is that when you're in that deep, relaxed state, we talk to you and give you suggestions like positive suggestions or examples how to maybe deal with your anxieties or the issues you might be doing for the day or helping people to relax deeper and deeper, deeper down. And there's some evidence about how this relates to sleep as well. Our brain waves are very complicated and our relaxation brain waves of alpha, theta and delta are progressively used to push us into sleep. And our gamma and beta brain waves are the more active I'm in the present moment brainwaves. So if you're tossing and turning in bed, you've got that gamma and beta brainwaves and you can't get into those relaxed state brainwaves so naturally listening to someone being soothing and telling your body to relax like a body scan which meditation uses hypnosis uses naturally lowers that rate of relaxation and there's been studies i think the university of zurich was one which showed guided sleep hypnosis was effective in 80 percent of the women they analyzed and all of those women as well were in the menopause when they were taking drugs and whatnot, which your hormonal balance was all over the place. And I love the question because a lot of people say to hypnotherapists, I don't believe in hypnotherapy. I don't believe in hypnosis. 
like it's a belief system, like it's some sort of religion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's magic. But it's not, yeah, like it's magic, yeah. But it's not a belief system. It is just a form of therapy. And there's clinical studies. The University of Portland teamed up with uh, a well-known sleep journal, and they did a meta-analysis of 140 studies on hypnotherapy. And most of those studies were actually based on, does it help with anxiety? Does it help with PTSD? Does it help with other things? And they found that 60% of the analysis showed that guided sleep hypnosis helped people have positive sleep outcomes. And there was a big conclusion with that saying it has very little side effects. But doctors and medical practitioners are not recommending these free, open, like my podcast, you know, it's free, it's open. There's a lot of prescription drugs going on instead. Oh, yeah. You know, there's not all this stuff recommended. So going back to a point, when people say, I don't believe in it, it's kind of, well, actually, it's not like a religion or a belief system. It's clinically proven to work. So that's the long point I'm summarizing out. It's clinically proven to work for a lot of people, not all people, but for a good proportion of people. So that's kind of my answer when people say, is it mysterious? Is it mysticism? Yeah, people in the stage hypnosis put that show on and they add like, oh, you know, I'm controlling them. But really, through hypnotherapy, you can't do anything to someone who doesn't want to do it. And you make sure they have in full control and it's very ethical. So I hope that answers your question. <laughs> it's really, really, I mean, we dramatize everything. But then there is an interesting side to this. So we go from the active brainwaves, the states in which we're engaged into the more relaxed alpha, theta, and, and gamma. But you're not fully asleep in that state. So you're not completely gone. You're still somehow connected to the guidance, which really sort of reshapes your subconscious attitude or belief how is that done how do you keep get someone to that very very highly relaxed state but really not lose them to sleep sure sure and um sometimes i'm trying to obviously get people to sleep as well uh, of through, course yeah. Through the matters, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah and it's about the hypnotic trance is deeply relaxed state so you can start with a body scan where you're relaxing all the muscles in the body and you go through that and there's other techniques as well through colors and visualizations where you get people to their safe and happy places where they're still aware in their mind's eye of what's going on. And there's also um, a thing after that induction called a deepener as well, where you really push people into deep, deep relaxation and it sort of doubles their relaxation. And this is sort of going into sort of the hypnotic trance. And at that point, normally through standard hypnotherapy, you will give the suggestions at that point and you might make it a bit louder actually <laughs> so people don't fall asleep and they're really getting those messages into the unconscious mind or the subconscious mind and you might just say it loudly and you make sure that people are aware and and hearing about it but a lot of people fall asleep <laughs> in that state <laughs> uh, even thing, if you're right? yeah. yeah even if you're sort of seeing them face to face because they're so relaxed that I was always taught when I was studying hypnotherapy, that was a, um, that was actually a compliment that <laughs> you'd actually <laughs> managed to relax someone so deep. So you try and push them into these state and then be aware of the suggestions you're giving them. When I'm sort of doing the hypnosis, sleep hypnosis stuff, 
and never wake them up at the end or never sort of bring them back to consciousness to agree just let people gradually fall asleep because they're in that sort of theta and delta a brainwave state and they will relax down and go sort of further into it so let's talk about the do's and don'ts of sleep i once heard that your sleep starts someone told me at 10 a.m in the morning that your habits and and what you do and what you dedicate your attention to i think the simplest example is if you have two coffees at 8 p.m it might be a little more difficult to sleep right and so what you do during the day prepares you for sleep in general i mean forget that one tip but what would be your top tips on the do's and don'ts of having a good night's sleep yeah do's and don'ts i would say definitely have a schedule and prepare for sleep i have an alarm to wake me up and i also have an alarm to tell me when to start getting ready for bed oh interesting. so i don't slip into that i'm distracted i've missed the time or i'm watching netflix or something and you know i don't know what time so it's like okay it's forcing me i've got to go to bed now and start my sleep routine so i i think everyone have a sleep routine like you said like coffee you shouldn't really uh, drink that after probably 6 p.m and just as we're talking about drinking a lot of people think alcohol is a depressant but actually for sleep it can become a stimulant as well and you don't get sort of um, the deep REM sleep a lot of the time if you're drunk going to sleep and actually you don't get um, a healthy night's sleep but a lot of people think I'm going to have a few drinks and they'll relax me and I'll fall asleep but sometimes it has a negative effect on the quality of sleep you get so moving back into that sleep schedule try and minimize looking at your mobile phone in bed putting it down and not getting distracted up from it close the curtains get rid of as much blue light as you can from screens especially and then it's going back into those like old-fashioned things our parents and grandparents have done you know having a hot bath reading a book having a herbal tea and getting relaxed into that state you know reading a book is a lot better than looking at a screen because it naturally relaxes you and you don't have that blue light coming at you as well I'd also say, especially the pandemic, have, you know, those 10,000 steps, which we're all recommended to have because your body still might be in that active mode. And I would also say about how much light you should have in your retinas as well. Get outside, see natural daylight. And they say, I think you should have um, at least at least 12 hours of natural daylight entering your retinas. So your body thinks you've had a full day and then is ready to to go down and a lot of people with artificial lighting actually suffer from that as well so there's actually you know there's a lot of advice and a lot of it is you know what our probably parents and grandparents did before the internet came along and um distracted us all obviously i'm a proponent of guided meditations and sleep hypnosis and if you're not even going to use me i always recommend it as a great thing there's youtube there's podcasts and there's lots of different voices out there of female, male, British, American accents, everything under the sun. There's a lot of people doing hypnosis. And I would say give it a go and see what you'd like before you go to bed and get you into that relaxed state because I just love it and see the benefits of it. I want to ask you about this, but I think the one tip you missed, and I think everyone listening, I am a huge fan of Christopher's work. So one of the things you absolutely have to do if you want to get a better night's sleep is to go to Sleep Cove. 
I think you will absolutely find value in that podcast. I mean, don't drop me here in slow-mo. Keep listening to what I have to say as well. <laughs> exactly, but, de- but definitely, yeah. definitely of many, of many pot of the so many podcasts out there, uh, I think uh, Christopher is doing an amazing, amazing job. But Christopher, why are you doing it? I mean, we didn't get to that point. You started when the pandemic started. And in an interesting way, like you just said, you're just doing it for free. You really want people to say, why are you doing this? Why do you change your life so much? Yeah, I mean, I think it all started probably about 10 years ago. I needed a stomach operation and I had a lot of pain in my stomach before and after the operation and I couldn't sleep. And I started using CDs like a lot of people did, like Paul McKenna and things like that. And it helped me relax so well. And I also realized it at the time that I was in a permanent state of hyperventilation because I was breathing through my shoulders instead of through the stomach area. And this was because I had a lot of pain in my stomach. And then it makes you sort of breathe in a different different way. And I didn't know anything about breathing, anything about breathing techniques. And I was kept wondering, why am I anxious and have all this anxiety all of the time? And I realized a lot of it was due to over-breathing a lot of the time. So hypnotherapy helped me and doing um, Bateco breathing, which is a method from Russia and the Ukraine, which helps you do sort of deep breaths through the stomach and helps you relax you very well. And doing sort of those two techniques really helped me sort of calm down with anxiety, the pain and get a good night's sleep and help me with all the anxiety I was having. And I just loved it so much. I decided to do a year's course, learning hypnotherapy and becoming a hypnotherapy practitioner. And then I sort of went back to my old job, which was uh, marketing. Oh, no Um, way. I cannot believe that. You were in marketing. That's what's keeping all of us awake. You know that. Yeah. (laughs) The ads that you were creating. Yeah, I was working at marketing in um, the technology sector. Oh, man. Um, Not as big as Google like you. All sins are forgivable. I I forgive (laughs) you. Yeah, I wasn't at that level. But yeah, a few interesting tech companies. And it's also like it's suddenly like, okay, you've got a family and like you're going to change careers. So it was like, okay, I'm going to do hypnotherapy on the side, see clients on the weekends and still do my full-time job. And then just before the pandemic, I was sort of saying, you know, I really want to do more and more hypnotherapy and try and reach more people. And I sort of like, I'd listened to a lot of podcasts and listened to podcasts probably for like 12 years so was, or even 15 years. So I was quite sort of an early adopter. And I just thought it was a great medium because it's free everyone can use it it's open it's not like one of the apps where you've got to pay a certain amount of dollars per year it's just open to everyone you can reach a lot of people and help a lot of people with no barriers all over the world it's so simple so i thought i'm gonna sort of learn voice recording editing and just muddle my way through and see how it goes and i got a few episodes out and like i said before it just started growing and growing and i just sort of just love love helping people and you know the messages i get from people who say this has like really helped my health you know it just sort of motivates me just to do more and more i guess i just after it helped me i could see how it could help more people and i just fell in love with it i can easily tell you that this is why people love you i think the reality is that it shows that you really love people and you wanna you're trying to make a difference so for everyone listening i managed somehow somehow to convince chris 
to take us through a guided meditation today, some kind of a of an example of what you can do to find your sleep. So I will tell you openly before we start doing this, if you're driving, stop the podcast right now. This will relax you deeply. And if you're in a place where you don't think you can relax or fall asleep, let's not do that now. Okay, keep it until later in the evening when you can have a, a bit of a relaxed time. I think the the idea here is, as I said, I'm a huge fan of uh, Christopher's work. So this is a bit of what we normally do on Sleep Cove. And so we'll give you an example of that. And I hope you will find it as relaxing as I do. And uh, you'll find it as a nice gift, I think, from us here at Slomo to guide you to a, a different place where you can actually enjoy a more relaxed and restful life. So Christopher, I hand the microphone over to you. If I'm asleep at the end of what uh, you're going to take us through, please uh, wake me up, okay? Yes, <laughs> I'll do a wake-up section as well at the end. Okay. That's, uh, all right <laughs> for you, for your I'm, listeners. I'm, absolutely. I'm so embarrassed if I fall asleep because I'm jet-lagged and in Miami, and but I will do it. I will appreciate that. <laughs> well, it'll give you a 20-minute rest, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So that's all good. Or look at you with all of your magical control. It's like, I'll give you 20. I'll give you 18 for seven <laughs> minutes rest, and the other guy, I'll give him 20. <laughs> Let's go. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So, yeah, as Mo said, please go to a place that if you were to fall asleep, you would be completely safe to do so. And if you've got any concerns, either don't listen or talk to a doctor beforehand. But this is basically a combination of a sleep meditation and sort of hypnosis, which is very gentle and um, should just help you relax. And we'll have a bit of a wake-up section at the end. So to start with... I'd like to put yourself and put yourself into a comfortable position. Either find a bed to relax in or a comfortable chair and take some deep, nourishing breaths. This time is just for you. It's your time to enjoy this place and relax in the here and now. There are no pressures from the outside world. This time is just for you. And take a deep breath in. And relax. And there is nothing more important for your mind to do. But to relax right now. You could leave any time. And do anything that needs your attention. But remember. This is just for you. If you hear voices or noises outside, it doesn't matter. You can consciously listen to my voice and those items will disappear into your subconscious mind as we drift further into relaxation. And you'll let go through your mind and become at peace. And we can do this at your own pace. Just feel it when you're ready. And you will continue to relax and be more comfortable. And if you haven't closed your eyes, please do. And we're going to go into deep relaxation. Where your inner mind can respond automatically to everything I tell you. 
and you'll be pleasantly surprised by any relaxing sensations you feel as you take a deep breath in, deep through your lungs and out. And I want to make sure that you're breathing through your stomach area and not your upper chest area. As we begin relaxation, your body. We're going to start at the head and detense any muscles in your forehead. And this soothing feeling goes down into your eyes. And any tension in the eyelids go. And all the little muscles around the eyes soften and relax. And this feeling moves down into your jaw. And your jaw can relax. And so can your mouth. And it may even slightly open. And the tension in your jaw goes. And that feels good for you. And this feeling of relaxation flows down from your head into your neck and into your shoulders relaxing and detensing muscles and it flows into your back and then into your lower back soothing and relaxing all those muscles they feel loose and light relaxing and acting perfectly for you right now and this feeling moves back and down your back, soothing you, and back up to your neck, relaxing all of your back. Now the feeling flows down from your neck, into your chest and stomach, relaxing any tense muscles you meet along the way. The feeling stops at your stomach and you relax the muscles of the breath. You want to make sure that your breathing is moving through your stomach area. You again want to ensure that you're not breathing through your shoulders and perhaps place one hand on your chest and one hand on your stomach like you did before and make sure your stomach is moving with the breath and not your shoulders. We want to make sure the stomach is breathing gently as it moves slightly out as you breathe in with your hand rising. And as you exhale, you'll feel your stomach relax and move in slightly. And if you're doing this, you're undertaking deep lung breathing where the oxygen levels perfectly match your CO2 levels you want to ensure that you are breathing slowly and deeply and then your exhale is longer than your inhale we can do a long breath together where we inhale to the count of five and make sure our stomach 
is slightly rising. And then hold the breath for a count of two at the peak of the inhale. And relax out to the count of seven. Making sure you breathe out of your lungs slowly and gently. Like a slowly deflating balloon. And let's do this again together. On the count of five. One. Two. Three. Four. Five. Hold for one. Two. And exhale out. For one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And you can continue doing this yourself now. And it feels so good. And this relaxation feeling, which was in your back, has gone to your neck. And down all the way from your chest, stomach, from that deep breathing where the stomach muscles relax. And all the way into your hips, removing aches and pains you may have. And into your upper legs, down into your lower legs and your feet. And this feeling moves up and down the leg muscles. And you feel so good, so relaxed, with deep calm flowing in, relaxing those muscles as you feel deeper and more relaxed. You know that when you relax, you forget all your troubles. There's nothing like relaxing and taking some time for you. As the relaxation flows throughout all of your body, you feel your body repairing, regenerating, and it's time for all worries to leave your mind. As you know, that you're sitting or lying down where you are is so comfortable and you settle so comfortably into this space. This is your sanctuary just for you. And we're going to be going into a special and safe place where no negative thoughts will be present. Any worries and anxieties will go. Disappearing like a balloon floating away. And the more you listen to me, the more your muscles detense throughout your body and relax. Becoming warm and smooth and calm. Your mind is just concentrating on relaxing. And you know being at peace is the most natural thing in the world. If there are any background noises, just ignore them. Because this time is just for you. And relax now. 
it's so good to know that you're in the most comfortable place for you now. Anxieties go. And you perhaps don't want to go into relaxation too quickly. But you are here to enjoy a pleasant and relaxing experience. And your mind's eye floats to a scene in a nice tranquil place of calm and wonder. And you realise you're on a grassy bank near a stream. And you move towards the stream. And you see a boat. And you move into the boat. And you can hear the water trickle into the brooks around the boat. And you can hear the birds talking to themselves in their twittering ways. And the boat begins to move peacefully down the stream. You imagine looking at the sky. And you're as comfortable as you can be on this boat. In the position you want to be in. And you relax and you sink deeper into the boat. And your subconscious feels deeper and deeper. And you go further down into your body. And you've never found this relax before. And your subconscious thoughts flow with you down this boat towards the stream. Into perfect peace. This peaceful feeling washes down your body. And up ahead, as you float along, you see five small dips in the stream. They are very gentle. And you come up to the first dip as the boat goes down it. And you feel deeply relaxed. Deeper as you go down it than you were before. And that dip is over and you see the next dip. And you look forward to going down it, as you know you're going to feel relaxed even more than you are now. And the boat goes down the dip, and you become deeply relaxed as you go down it, to a deeper level of deepness, deeper relaxation. And the next dip comes by. And you go down it and you feel so peaceful. And there are only two more dips now. And you get to the second to last dip. And you go down it deeper and deeper. More relaxed, doubly relaxed than you felt before. You may have never even felt this relaxed before. And the dip is over. And the last dip happens and you come up to it and the boat goes down it. And you go deeper and deeper, more and more relaxed. And the relaxation feeling doubles again from the last dip. It doubles again. And now the boat gently drifts from the stream into a lake. A calm lake, a peaceful lake, with no waves. This is the lake of serenity. Peaceful and still, 
and very, very nice. It's so nice and tranquil and lovely. You have no responsibilities or cares at this time. You just bob along in the boat, feeling confident and calm and at pure peace. Maybe it's not even a lake. Maybe it's the sea of serenity you're floating in. Your own serenity, your own peace. Who knows? But you know you like it. And the boat gently bobs along to a pebbly shore. And it stops at the banks. And you decide to move off the boat. And in the distance, above a little hill, you can see your special place. You know it's just over the bank of the beach. And it's a place just for you. Just let your mind drift off as you take in and wander into your special place, guided by your subconscious. It's beautiful, and this special place is all your own. It could be a place that you've been before, or it could be a place which is new to you. It could be a beach, a forest, a place anywhere in nature, or it could be somewhere else. You may be on your own, or you may be with people you want to be with. But let your mind take you to the best place for you now. A place that you like dreaming about. A place which you can revisit again and again whenever you want. And you decide to sit down in the special place and enjoy it without my voice. For the next few seconds. This special place is a place you can revisit again and again. You can revisit in your mind's eye. Or you can come back to it when you go to sleep. 
or you can listen to this recording again. If you want to come back and revisit it, you can. You can be relaxed, you can be yourself. And you can go to places in your mind's eye that relax you and make you feel good, warm, happy, confident and stress-free. Because this place is yours. It's just for you. It's so comfortable. It's so relaxing and you enjoy it very much. So remember it and treasure it because you know you can come back to it. In a few moments, we're going to be waking up from this special place and you are going to remember how nice it felt. We're going to count from one to five. And with each number, you're slowly going to come back into the conscious world, feeling nice and relaxed, free of anxiety and feeling good about the day ahead. So, one, you gently feel your body coming back to life. Two, you begin to move the muscles in you and you begin to come back into the conscious world. Three, the sound of my voice makes you feel more alert and you're coming out of sleep or relaxation. Four, you are beginning to open your eyes and come back into the conscious world. And five, wide awake, ready to face the day, feeling good and at peace and ready for yourself. Thank you. I hope, uh, hope you enjoyed it. I absolutely loved it. I'm a, a bit dizzy as we speak right now. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh my God, Christopher, that was so, your voice is amazing. The journey was amazing. I actually will keep everyone in this relaxed state. I will just have to thank you so much for joining us today, for everything that you're doing and for being so kind and committed to making our world a a slightly better place through rest and sleep. Thank you so much, Christopher. You're a wonderful human being. And thanks so much. And um, it's been a pleasure being on the podcast and actually love your mission of um, making people happy and uh, the mental health journey you're promoting as well. So uh, it's been an absolute pleasure being on the podcast and speaking to you as well. And a total, absolute pleasure to have you here. For everyone listening, I cannot stress the importance of caring for yourself, finding your rest. I can't stress this enough. And I think what Christopher is teaching us today is, of course, at least if you don't do it through your busy day, take the time to slow down at the end of your evening so that you can find a restful night's sleep that actually rejuvenates you and gets you prepared for the next day. I love you all for listening. I encourage you so strongly to go and listen to Christopher's work and to spread this message to others that you love. Love you all for listening, and I will see you next time.